Welcome to episode 8 of A to Z. I'm AJ back with Conlon and Zach. This marks the two-month milestone of our podcast, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, we have a great episode today with a lot of surprises that happened in the sports world. Uh, but to get us started, how are we feeling, guys? Doing pretty great. That really did not sound great how I said <laughs> put those words together, but had a good week, had a big presentation on Tuesday, got a good grade on it. Didn't really have too much the rest of the week except a lab that took three hours and literally an hour and a half of it was just waiting on something to happen. So that was kind of sucked, but um, this weekend's been great. It's been really nice here except for today. Been able to do a lot of stuff, so it's been good. Yeah, same. I didn't have a super busy week in terms of school and stuff. Uh, Yeah, not a whole lot going on up here, I guess. Didn't have any fights this weekend, so that's a plus. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry to disappoint. I was looking and forward then, to it. And um, then I guess we went out to the bar on Tuesday, like for like Tuesday, Tuesday, like two, 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 or whatever. And so the bar had like two dollar drinks, two dollar cover. Uh, so it ended up being a really good time, fun time. Uh, wouldn't recommend going out on a Tuesday though. Uh, classes the next, the yeah, classes the next day weren't super fun. <laughs> But no, overall, all, overall, the night was really fun. So uh, we had engineering formal on Thursday or Friday, Friday, I guess. It was kind of disappointing, honestly. It wasn't that much fun. The music was bad. There wasn't a whole lot of dancing. So o- overall, one of the... Was it like, did they play uh, Cotton Eye Joe? They did not, actually. Yeah, they normally do. Okay, surprising. But uh, yes. yeah, no, it was, it was underwhelming. I was disappointed. Because normally, like, I love dances, but this one was just not not great. So, And I think that's pretty much it. Didn't do a whole lot else uh, this weekend. You guys got a weekly weather report? <laughs> yes. This is my favorite part of every episode. So I'm sure it's cold where you guys are. But, like, yesterday here it was 70. The past few days it's been, like, 70. So it's been kind of nice. Rockin'. T-shirt and shorts to class. It's been awesome, but it has it is raining now. I think. Let me look out my window. The rain, the rain looks like it may have stopped, but I think a cold front's coming in. It's supposed to be cold tomorrow, but hopefully it gets warm. Yeah, it snowed up here at some point this week. It's almost melted now, but yeah, it's been cold. The earlier this week, it was like fifty a couple days, like Monday, Tuesday, I think. So that was really nice, and then cold again. So, But I did book my flight to Miami for spring break, so we're flying out on Saturday. Going to go to Miami for a couple days, and then I'm going to fly over to Tampa, spend time with my aunt. So I'm going to have really nice weather for about 10 days, a week and a half. I'm, I'm going to skip classes on Monday of spring break just because flights were really cheap on Tuesday. And so yeah. save 100 bucks and fly back a day late. Uh, you're flying out yep. this Saturday? Flying out this Saturday. Nice. Get down to Miami, uh, hang out Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, and then leave Tuesday. And then I'll stay in Tampa for a week. And I'm trying to convince my little brother to come down, drive down to Tampa with me. So we'll see if that happens. But super nice. excited. It's supposed to be like 80 every day. And I'm just like, I'm so, so excited to get some sun. So your, your break's next week? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Mine, mine's in two weeks. When's yours at? Mine's in three weeks. Okay. okay. Yeah, we just we just got our flight to Colorado picked out. 
Um, so we're going nice. to Denver uh, for about a week during March Madness. So the guy, the the family that we're going with, her dad's a big basketball fan. Um, I'm going with like four girls, so they're not going to be watching it. So I'm staying with him and going to be watching it with them the whole time. Um, Do they play out there? No. No, just just they, watch really. They don't have. They're not playing in Denver. Not that I know of. Um, does St. Louis have it this year? No. So. Is it is it Kansas City? Do you know? I have no idea. I know like. Raleigh or Raleigh, or however you say it, North Carolina. They always have something. Um, I should go. But I can't <laughs> think of the, four hours away. Yeah, I can't think of the other like cities that usually have it. There's a ton. They're always weird. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're from an East Coast, like if you're uh, Rutgers, for example, they may make it to the tournament, but they're in like New York. They'll make them go play in like L.A. or something yeah. for a shot. Yeah. Did you guys? Um, I guess we can go right into your did did you see it segment uh, that we introduced last week. So did you guys have something uh, that popped after you this week? Zach, yeah, Zach, you started since you got one. You don't want to steal yours. Yeah. Okay. Mine is with Tuesday, two 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 two. Um, and so I have like two people who had like cool stats during that day. One was a hockey par- player. I'm sure you guys saw it, Kevin. Fiala. Fiala, Fiala, yeah. Fiala. Uh, first off, it was Tuesday. Um, number 22. Recorded second point on shot. 22. I That's one set I didn't know because I don't know hockey stats that much. Um, shifts, 22. Occurred in period number two. He finished the period plus two. Um, ice time, 22 minutes. And then Clemson baseball, we had a guy... He hit a two-run homer on a two-ball, two-strike count with two outs for his second homer of the year on February 2nd. No, not February. February 22nd, 2022. (laughs) Wow, a lot of twos really messing me up. I thought the Fiala thing was a joke. Was that serious? Sports Center, someone. When you first. Uh, sent the, when I first saw that, I thought it was like a meme too, and then I like yeah, yeah. but no, I, yeah, that was legit. That was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to go next, AJ? Yeah, I can. Um, my first one is non-sports related. Uh, I wanted to talk about a couple shows that I saw this week. Um, a oh, one's a movie. Uh, the first one is uh, a Colin Kaepernick show, and I don't know whoever listens what. It doesn't matter really what side you're thinking on this, but it's it's super interesting. Um, I, I would recommend giving it a watch on Netflix. Um, and then the other one, I've never been a big superhero guy, but I watched um, The Dark Knight uh, for the first those, time. Those three are really good. Those are super so good movies. That's the second one, right? You didn't you didn't start with the first one. So I just turned it on, not think <laughs> I know. So is that the second one? Yeah. Okay, and then Dark Knight Rises is the last one, and Batman Begins. Yeah. Okay. So I, w- I just watched, I got halfway through Dark Knight Rises with Hannah and a couple of her friends, and then came back home for the weekend and watched Batman Begins. So now I have to go back and finish uh, Dark Knight Rises. I don't know. It's a mess. But I thought it was really Wait, good. Wait, Dark Knight Rises is the last one? Yeah, I know. So I watched. So you've seen that you saw the second one. 
Okay. So I watched the whole second one with the Joker, which that might be the best acting job I've ever seen in my life. He did an that incredible job. That movie's in insane. And then I watched halfway through the third one until like 4 a.m., fell asleep, and then uh, came home and watched the first one. <laughs> so now I gotta go finish the third one. Um, but I'm sure like everybody in the world has seen that besides me, but I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, and the, all those movies are like super long too. And yeah, like the music's always like, yeah. really, really good movies though. Yeah. yeah, really good. You guys have a favorite out of the three? Because I was asking some the people. The second one. Yeah. Oh, second Heath one. Heath Ledger's okay. like phenomenal. In but that. the th I like the second and third the most, or like, I don't. The first one's probably like three out of. Okay, I I actually like really like the lowest. first one. Ah, it's so difficult. They're all like so good. I know they're so good. I think so far I would I would give the second one the top spot and then the one with Bane the second spot and then yeah. uh, Batman Begins the last spot but it wasn't bad at all. Um, is is it just those three? I'm new to the whole superhero thing. Is that just is that it? Uh, in terms of those three, yeah. but like the that specific Batman, yes, with Christian Bale. Because then it goes into like. Then it goes like into DC like has a ton of movies, Batman, Superman, or something crazy, right? Yeah, but those are di it's a different Batman yeah. actor. Okay, correct. So is that it then for Christian Bale? Is like he's done yeah. then? Yeah. Okay. You should watch Marvel. They're the best. I've watched. I I tried last summer to start at like the very beginning. I found a list of them all, um, and I tried to go in order. So I got like the two Iron Mans. Um, Captain America, Captain Marvel. That's the that's the girl, yeah. right? Yeah. The girl one. So I watched that one. I think that's all I got through. But I think Hulk was on there, and I, that was like my next one to to watch. I don't think I've seen Hulk, the yeah. whole like Hulk by itself. But I've been able to get everything else that's happened in all of them. So. Yeah. Um, my other, did you see it? Was sports related, and uh. I'm gonna tell you it was this is probably the coolest thing and oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking over my mic. Uh this is probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. Uh or pretty close to it with, with sports. Um and it was the all star game. Or uh for the NBA this week. And I thought it was just gonna be another all star game. Um and I knew they were gonna do something with the top seventy five player ceremony like not a ceremony I didn't think. Uh, I thought it was just going to be like an announcement of them or something. Because nobody really talked about it. So I turn on the game. And uh, first of all, so it, they cut it into like each quarter was its own game. So I don't know if either of you saw anything of it. but so each quarter, Yeah, they've been doing that the last like three years, yeah, right? For, for Kobe and, and uh, GG is what it was for. Yeah. Um, so whoever won, let's say the East won uh, the first quarter. Um they would have like a, I think $150,000 go to a certain charity. So I, I thought that was pretty cool to start. So the anthems, I'm not a big anthem person um, for, for any anthem, but like Canadian anthem, it was very good. The uh, US anthem was very good to start off. Um, then they did the intros. The intros were unbelievable. Um, had a bunch of like celebrities come out. Machine Gun Kelly was there. Uh, he introduced some uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, a comedian. She introduced some. Um, trying to think of the other guy. Can't remember his name. Um, 
<clears throat> so I thought I thought the top seventy five wasn't even really going to be a thing. Maybe they just talk about it a little bit. I didn't know they were all going to be there, that were still living. Um, so you had like Dr. J, Magic, MJ. I mean, like the best of the best, all in one arena, uh, which is never going to happen. And you know they do this every twenty five years, so it's sad to think about, but. They're not gonna like most of these guys won't be here in 25 years. So this is the last time yeah. we can all see them together. Um, a couple guys that are still living weren't there, like Bill Russell didn't, didn't show. Uh, current guys, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, they didn't show. <clears throat> but I thought it was unbelievable. Um, they, it got me almost a little emotional because I saw the reaction of the best of the best reacting to like their heroes. So you see like. Uh, you know Steph Curry around like MJ or like Charles Barkley with Oscar Robertson. It's like the levels that have kind of just come down um, from it, and it it, it was kind of crazy because this is like the guys that made the game of basketball. Um, like it wouldn't be the same game without these guys. Um, but game wise, the game was super close, and actually the All Star uh, night the night before was an extreme letdown uh, with the uh, slam dunk contest and uh, three point contest. So this kind of made up for it. Um, but no, the game was close. The fourth quarter, uh, they just add 24 to your final total. So they add up all three quarters together then add 24 for Kobe at the end. Um, Steph Curry went absolutely crazy. And I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit in the NBA section, but he went nuts, dropped 50. Um, Amazing. And then, and then Braun hit the game winner at the end. And uh, it was just kind of like everything – Everything was kind of a perfect, uh, perfect night. So, um, but yeah, those are my two. Uh, did you see it? I did not see either of those. <laughs> yeah, I did not either. Uh, I mean, I've seen the, Bat- the I've seen the Batman <laughs> movies before, but not not this past week. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen uh, the Batman. But no, movies, I did not sorry. watch the NBA All Star Game. Um, so, I just watched videos of Steph Curry doing crazy stuff. But you can go ahead. So mine. Uh, earlier this week, what a couple days ago, a uh, I believe Swedish in the Swedish Hockey League, a player uh, Patrick Zachrickson, he got cut in the face with a skate. I don't know if you guys saw this picture. I don't know if I can share my screen. I'll try, but he got cut on his chin, so below his chin, and it basically you can just see like his entire chin like hanging off. It is just horrible. But here, let me try to let me try to pull it up and. I don't know how this is gonna work in terms of. Can you I'm, see I'm that? I'm kind of scared. I know. Oh my god! Jeez. Oh yeah. my goodness! So, not ideal. Ah. Not ideal at all. But uh, he was fine. He was fine. He got like stitches and everything, and got sewn up. And his coach was asked. Probably just came right no, back no, out. No, 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 no. Didn't miss a shit. And <laughs> his coach was like, "Yeah, it's a shame, but at least it wasn't his neck." Basically, and I was like, "Well, you know, like looking on the bright side, I guess you're not wrong." But yeah. Oh, and then the next one, my other one, this one, um, don't really know how to. So it's it's about the Olympics. It's about oh, what was it called the the cross country skiing. So the event was really cold. They were worried about. Uh, Olympians, you know, <laughs> so so they were they were worried about Olympians getting frostbite, right? And so they shortened the race down from 50, 50 kilometers to uh, thirty kilometers, right? And so uh, this man, I do you guys remember what uh, country? Maybe Finland. 
Does that sound right? It sounds okay. right. I think yeah. so. Yeah. He got frostbite on his penis, <laughs> and he still finished. I think in the top like half of competitors. So he the I think he it was like an hour and ten minutes or something he was racing for, and. He's the yeah, real winner. No, he a poor man. And he said the worst part about it, he's like, I knew it was happening, but I couldn't really just stop. Like, there was nowhere I could go or anything. He's like, I might as well finish. And it's happened to him before, apparently. So I don't know if there's something wrong with, like, Finland's kind of uniforms or whatever it may be, or if he's just, like, massive down there or what his deal is. But <laughs> he said, like, when he was thawing it out, that the pain was just, like, unbearable. It was the worst <laughs> thing he'd ever felt. Thawing so, yeah. Or, what, do you put it in the microwave? Sure. Defrost? Yeah, no, I don't know what he did. Um, so, yeah, that was those are my two. Um, don't know wow. if you guys, yeah, saw either of those things. But. I, I saw the, the frostbite one. Yeah. I heard about it. I didn't see it. Yeah, fair. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't visually <laughs> see it. Anyway, um, yeah. What's what, what we got up, up next? How do we follow that one up? Uh, NBA was next, but I want who came up with the "Did you see it?" segment. Thanks. Which yeah, thanks, Zach. Zach did. Yeah, I liked it. I think mean, that's good. Thanks. Um, moving on to NBA though. Uh, I don't have much to talk NBA that wise because they were on the All Star break, um, the All Star game against like again I, it, it was legendary, um, an iconic game. Um, <clears throat> I did mention last week that I had a hot take uh, basketball wise to talk about, um, so we'll get into that now. <clears throat> so I've told a few people about this and they've completely disagreed with me, and you guys will pro- it's pro- probably dumb. You guys will hope probably just team up on me and like gang up against me here, but um, like usual. Yeah, like usual. Uh, my hot take is I have. It sounds bad off of, off of like just saying it, um, but my hot take is offense is superior to defense. In so, terms of I what? Think, like off- yeah, I'd rather play offense too. Like it, like so. This is how it all came into my head. So I never really thought about it. I know people have said the NBA is bad because defense isn't played. So the other night, Hannah and I were watching a game, and it was a hundred. It was like the Kings and the I don't remember who they were playing, but it was like a hundred forty to a hundred thirty-four or something like that. And she wasn't watching. She was looking at her phone. She looked up at the end. She was like, "Man, they don't even play defense." And I was sitting there and I watched the whole game. And these guys were playing hard defense, fighting over screens. Um, you know, just contesting everything, and people were just drilling stuff, like from like no other. And I'm thinking, defense is very important. Um, and at some point, you need a stop. You know, you can't just trade buckets. But guys like Steph Curry or KD or um, you know, just offensive superstars, at some point, you got to say, well, we just hope they miss. So I was just thinking offense is superior to defense in that I would rather build my team around an offensive team than a defensive team. So I've got a lot of a lot of people harping on me for saying You won't that. win a championship if it's just offense. Because you're going to face a team that's like good at defense and they're going to shut you down. Or no, no, that's not what I meant. You're going to face a team that like you literally 
will not be able to stop anyone. So a team that's like really good defensively is going to score way more points than usual because you got like uh, who's a really bad defender like um, Seth Curry. Yeah. He can shoot, but he's not a good defender. So yeah, that's where I think like I, I I needed to think more into this to come in to this uh, conversation, but. Like, defense is obviously important. Like, I'm not saying that at all. And it needs, like like I said, and like you just mentioned, you got to play defense to some extent. You look at this Warriors team when they were when they were winning, they were a top five offensive team, but they were at least a top ten defensive no, team. No, literally yeah. all the teams that won, like, boom, NBA fat coming in. <laughs> um, Mr. NBA. All the teams that have won a title, like, the last years, their offense and defense have been, like, top ten. Yeah. So I just basically your hot take is is a hot sorry. take. I, well, I think the biggest thing is defense. You always can play defense. I mean, you can you can always. I mean, it's just working hard, playing good defense. Like it's offensively, yeah. It's offensively, you yeah. just you get cold and you're gonna miss nine out of ten shots you take. It doesn't matter how hard you're playing. So I think I mean defense is literally always part of the game. Whereas offense, you just can't always control it. Yeah, I think it just what really just like got me thinking about this was was the people telling me certain people telling me like they don't play defense in the NBA, and I'm thinking like they do. Like I'm I'm watching I'm watching a game right now, uh, Sixers Knicks right now, and like these guys are playing hard defensively. There's there's certain games where they don't, um, and it's it, most of the time it has to do with effort more than anything, um, but. No, that that was that was my hot take. I wanted to see what you guys thought. I was I was pretty sure you guys would disagree with that. Uh, but other well, than that, NBA. I mean, I think a lot of times too, good defense turns into easy offense. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. get a uh-huh. get a rebound, you get it out quick. You get, I mean, you get. It's a lot easier to score points in transition yeah. on a fast break than, and that's what your team built around offense will have to do and probably not win a championship oh are you talking lakers no just like you said you want to build a team all around offense oh i see what like you're saying. you would pick no, the it lakers have zero chance of winning another championship in the next few years yeah they suck yeah. wait what i said the lakers have no chance of winning a championship in the next few years yeah you guys don't think brown will ever win not, with, not with the lakers no he's made it very clear that he's unhappy i mean He's pulling his. Yeah. He's so pulling his, after he after he wanted Russell Westbrook to come. And well, Russell didn't he Westbrook's do the same thing with Melo too. Before this year, you're like Russell Westbrook's a great player, and now you're already jumped off the ship. Did no. did he not no, no, pull no. Melo to that team as well? Yeah, he did. I mean, yes. I feel like we I, always I we always see this. Old we heads. see LeBron kind of build his own team, like per se, like kind of force GMs to do like what he wants. And then it, like, as soon as it starts going south, then he blames the GM and he never like takes responsibility. This is a perfect transition of what I wrote about LeBron during the all-star break. Go for it. All right. I I got like a whole (laughs) little thing. So he said first, one of the things that was just kind of annoyed me, he was like at the all-star game, he's like, there's three all-stars from Cleveland or from the Cavs. I'm like, all right, just shut up LeBron. Um, but then he also he praised like the Cavaliers GM because like their team's doing really good. They picked a lot of people. But his last year he was there, he was like basically putting all the blame on the Cavs GM because how he handled in the Kyrie situation. 
and the Cavs GM's like, screw you, you're going to leave the Cleveland no matter what. Like, even if we trade, because he wanted us to them to trade, like, all their picks away to get, like, talent now. And if they did that, they wouldn't have Garland, uh, Okoro, or Mobley, who now LeBron, he's, like, trying to get on the good side, say, oh, he's a, they're, he's, they're so good, he's so smart. Lee GM, Lee GM, like, L-E-G-M. Not not doing too hot. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. It was, I had some other stuff about like him wanting to go play where Bronny goes, and I really hope he goes to like a really bad place. No, I'll, also I was gonna say, I at the moment I don't think LeBron Bronny Junior should like st- play multiple years in college. I don't think he's like a one and done, but he's gonna be a one and done, and get drafted early, like early because LeBron's gonna go play wherever he is. It's going to be a small market team. They're just going to do it just so they can get tickets. And then LeBron's basically ruining his son's development because he's going to be into the NBA prematurely. And, I mean, that's LeBron, like, trying to manipulate the market again. He's like, whoever drafts my kid, I'll play for. It's as simple as that. So I'll start. I'll go to, like, Detroit. I'll start uh, with the Russell Westbrook thing. Um, I'm not hopping off. The fact that I think Russell's a good player. He's not a winner at all. And I think that was Bron's idea coming into this. Is And first of all, the Mellow take is awful because Mellow is 38 years old and uh, is just good friends with Bron. With, with what Bron was probably thinking is Westbrook never won a thing. Mm-hmm. Mar- Mellow never won a thing. Dwight Howard before LeBron's, LeBron was trying well, to be yeah he's surrounding him. himself by absolute pigeons and now what do you think LeBron's just falling with him because he's not good enough to carry the so team why, anymore he's too old why is LeBron James the only player in any sport in history that makes his team like he gets the players like that's the only guy we ever talk about he gets he he's the GM like you guys probably just saw and after this conversation, we have no hard feelings towards each other at all. <laughs> but this this misconception, okay, <laughs> this misconception that he creates his teams, like he has a say. All the great players have a say. But and you can blame LeBron for for going to uh, Miami. You can do that, um, even though Bosch Bosch joined him as well. Uh, but he went he went to Cleveland. They didn't have anybody. K-Love. Kyrie. Kyrie was, didn't do anything. He's never had a winning season without Bron there uh, until he went to Boston and got booted out in the first round. Uh, but Bron goes there. K-Love joins him. Uh, and, and this idea that like LeBron creates his teams is just crazy to me because obviously all the great players have a say, but that he, he traded for Russell Westbrook? No, he had a say in Russell Westbrook. He wanted Russ to be there. But he did not say I want I, Russell Westbrook needs to be traded. Also, you, if you guys you guys probably just saw the social media talk about him saying all this stuff. Like he never harped on. He was praising OKC's GM for doing a phenomenal job with Josh Giddy. That's how it started. And they said Josh Giddy, and he started with Josh Giddy. Then he went down a list of guys. He never once said anything bad, bad about Rob Plinka. And yesterday, in an interview, he said. I want to be a Laker this whole time. I have nothing against Rob at all. And that Rich Paul is agent. 
also um, said, like, I've talked to Rob Polinka. We don't have any problems with him at all. Um, so, yeah, I don't – this idea that LeBron creates his teams is just absurd to me. They have underperformed this year for sure. Um, and can LeBron carry a team in year 19, 37 years old? Like, we have this this idea that he should be able to do this. No one can do this. Michael Jordan couldn't do this. Kobe Bryant couldn't do this. And I'm sure in a couple of weeks we'll get into a conversation of, of goat type stuff. And that's where it's just it's going to get kind of crazy. Um, well, I also I also saw uh, was a, I think Bleacher Report like had an article that Rich Paul and Palinka had kind of like a big skirmish about uh, a Westbrook John Wall trade as well that didn't happen. And so again, like not happy about that. And I'm not. I'm not. Would you rather have Westbrook or John Wall? I'd, I'd have Westbrook. John Wall's hurt right now. He can't even play in the. Well, Westbrook. so. But yeah, I'd have Westbrook. LeBron has all the leverage, and which is fair, but he's also acting as the GM when he shouldn't in these situations, and I think that has caused like, it like ill-advised trades, ill-advised like signings and things like that. But a lot of times. With him being so good, he can just deal with that. Even though they're bad moves, LeBron kind of overcomes like those bad moves and still is able to win. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I mean, he's a fantastic player. But I think he does these things kind of ill-advised and has caused him, cost him um, like championships. And I think if he keeps doing that, especially now since he's older, he's not able to do it all himself. And I think he's. I don't think he's going to win uh any more championships, especially with the Lakers, as long as long, if he doesn't trust anyone else to do their own job, which is what they've been doing for years, he's not going to win again. Because when is when is when is Bronny's draft year? How many is that? Two years? Three years? He's a junior right now, so he's got <laughs> senior year and at least so one year of college. Two years, so two and years. he'll probably leave early just because LeBron will want him to, and so he's got. He's got two yeah. years to win a championship. And he's not going to do it in LA. He's going to get. He's going to be forced to leave just because of his name. Yeah. And he. I mean, he's not going to like because he's going to have so many. High, like he could be a good player. Like I've never watched Bronny play. Like I've seen some highlights. He looks like a solid player, but like I literally do not think he's going to be good just because everyone's like you have to be like LeBron. Yeah. Because you're I'm, the junior with, to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't think Bronny's a... Uh, Generational talent. Yeah, there you go. I don't think he's some kind of superstar that's going to come. Um, and also, it's really hard to, you know, come on, come in under the, the name of LeBron James. It's kind of like, you know, how do you... All the pressure that comes with that. Um, I'm trying to think of what Colin just said. Uh, I think that... The thing with me is being a huge Braun fan is we we constantly talk about the him being a GM thing, um, but like Kevin Durant just wanted James Harden traded and that just happened. Like we could do this with just about anybody. Uh, he wanted James Harden gone and he wanted Ben. James Simmons. Harden wanted to be gone because Kyrie wouldn't get the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like like it's just this idea that, and I've said this a few times, it's this idea that LeBron creates his teams. He has a huge say in it, sure. And did he want Russell Westbrook? Yes. Did he want Anthony Davis? Yes. 
Um, but like he, he's gotten the championship everywhere he's gone. Um, so like superstars have their, and this is what I talked about a few weeks ago, like Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid's going to be gone in hockey. He's the best player in hockey. He will be gone, but we won't say a thing about his legacy as being an all time great, possibly the greatest ever. Um, yeah, like you, the GM has to build the team around him. That's why Jordan was so successful. Like Jordan, Jordan won nothing his first seven years. Nothing. He made the playoffs, and I have it here. He made the playoffs his rookie year with a thirty-eight and forty-four record. That's getting you nothing now. Uh, and also in the first round to the Bucks with Sidney Moncrief and Terry Cummings. Like, and he didn't have Pippen yet. Uh, second year, he was thirty and fifty-two. Lost three zero to the Boston Celtics. In the first round like he didn't win anything for the first seven years oh then all of a sudden scotty pippen shows up and all of a sudden like they can win something so it's about building your team rather than and that's why lebron didn't win in cleveland the first time when he had eric snow larry hughes and sandrunas algauskas was kid. good don't hate on him <laughs> he was all right he was a good role player uh but no good good talk uh i'm sure we'll get more into it in the upcoming weeks. Um, besides that, NBA-wise... I have a quick question for you, yeah, Lee Laker fan. Um, do you think the Lakers would be better now if they didn't trade for Anthony Davis and they still had Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Kyle Kuzma, and like all those young guys who are playing pretty good wherever they are now? Are you asking would they be better now or would I have done that? Would I, have, would I have made that trade? Um, do you think if the, all those players are still here, would they be performing better than the team is right now? They would be performing better than the team right now, but they would not have won the championship two years ago. And they wouldn't be winning a championship now probably either. Like, B.I. is an ISO guy. It's kind of like Russell Westbrook. I, like, Russell Westbrook, you put him on OKC right now, like, he's going to put up his 25, you know, 9 and 8 numbers. Um, what I what I've seen with Russell, and I watch every single game, is that he's got to just. I'm not here to blame Russell for all their all their trouble. AD's been out. Um, even with 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 AD in, they've kind of struggled. Um, again, I have no problem blaming LeBron for stuff. I blame him for the 2011 loss to the Mavs and Dirk, your guy. I blame him for that. Um, I blame him for. Uh, I don't like the decision. The decision. Uh, like live TV thing that he did. I thought there was another way of going about that. But this season has nothing to do with LeBron's fault. And it's not just because he's averaging 29 a game. It's it's the role, guys. And a little bit of – a little bit of, and I don't like blaming coaching, but a little mistakes coaching-wise. Like the other night they needed a three at the buzzer and they didn't have Malik Monk in the game. And I'm sitting there going, he's your best three-point shooter. And you have Melo. And they blame LeBron even though they brought a triple team at him and he had to get the ball out of his hands and Melo took an ill-advised shot. But – no, I would not have. I I have no problem trading for AD. Uh, right now, would they be a better team with Lonzo, Bi, and Kuz? Yes, totally. But would I trade all that? Would I trade that right now? A better team for a championship? No. Got to win a championship when you got the chance, and AD helped them get there. Um, but anything else on on the LeBron hate? <laughs> I do want to go back to McDavid though, because you said he's gone. Um... Yeah. I don't 
I think he, if they make the playoffs, they make a little run, which they've been they've been pretty hot lately. The Oilers, I, I think he'll stay. I mean, he's is. Mm-hmm. I want to say he's, he would be a little difficult to move because his like cap hits like fourteen million, which is just absurd. But I don't. Obviously, mm-hmm. he would get dealt if he wanted to, but I don't. I really don't see him like wanting to leave because I think really they just need they need a goalie and they need a top defenseman and then they're in pretty good shape so well i yeah they beat the panthers last night i think the panthers have lost four in a row now or three in a row Mm -hmm. three in a row four in a row so yeah 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 you're right they've they've been hot lately um it still worries me goaltending wise in the playoffs yeah where they're gonna go um they have the one good defenseman darnell nurse uh but besides him and i don't even remember as he i don't even know if he's playing right now i think he's been hurt has, yeah, has I don't been, know if he's back. I know he was hurt. Um, so, I mean, going on to the Panthers, like, I'm not – I think they're insane offensively. They're scoring, like, four goals a game, uh, which is pretty absurd. But they just – there's something about, like, Bob Brofsky as their goalie. He's had a great year, but I don't really trust them um, come playoff time. I don't, I don't trust their defense. I just don't think – now hockey's a little different where I said the defensive thing is not as important as offensive thing. I think in hockey you need like that's how the Blues won having that gritty hard defense wins championships. Time. Yeah. Uh, but did you guys have any any teams or anything that stood out to you this week? I did have one major team. Go ahead. Uh I had the Montreal Canadiens, the worst team in hockey, are red hot. They made they made a coaching change. Uh, Mar- Martin Saint Louis, uh, former uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, great. Um, they're five and zero this week. They beat the Blues. They beat the Maple Leafs. They beat the Islanders. They beat the Sabers, and they beat the Senators. Uh, I guess it was going back into a little bit of the week before. Um, they're outscoring their opponents seventeen to seven in that stretch. Uh, I know Martin Saint Louis is a little bit of a fiery guy, um, especially when he played. Kind of like uh, what does Panger say? Little guy with gumption all the time. Yeah, it's kind of kind of what he is. So uh, I think I kind of got to fire it up. And I like I think you mentioned a few weeks ago, like coaching changes. Often they play well right off the bat. Um, just kind of a, a, a sense of change. Um, but worst team in hockey is red hot. So I would yeah. I think right now. I think they were zero and three to start under uh, St. Louis, and then they've won five straight. Like you said, so pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else? The game last night, Red Wings, uh, Maple Leafs. <laughs> what was it? It was seven That's to crazy. two going into the third, and then uh, the Red Wings scored like four goals in like the span of seven minutes and brought it back seven seven six, and then ended up losing ten seven, I believe. So just a wild, yeah. wild yep. game. But I didn't, I didn't watch it, but I was like getting score updates. I'm like, we're playing football out here. <laughs> Yeah, Mitch Marner had four goals and two yep. assists. He had the hat trick, like the natural hat trick, where it's like one, two, three, like in one period. Um, yeah, I didn't get to watch it either. Uh, I could have. I was watching something else. But, uh, yeah, I was keeping up on, like, the box score and stuff. Um, trying to think oh, the other team I have is the, the blue- is the Kings. So the Kings are now, they passed uh, Vegas, so they're the two seed in that uh, Pacific Division. And they've won five straight, and they are eight one and one in their last ten. So they're they're rolling too, which 
pretty surprising, but they've looked good. I wasn't paying attention to them at all until they beat somebody the other night. I don't remember who it was, and I was like, oh, dang. So I looked them up, and then I saw what you just said. Like, they're red hot right now. And I think you and I were both kind of crapping on the Pacific Division a few yes, weeks ago. Yes, we very much were. Um, and they're still still, still an awful division. Yeah. Well, the, um, but like the, the, yeah. the Yeah, the Ducks. Yeah, they, they've been playing well. and I'm trying to think. Oilers are yep. down there, right? Well, the Ducks have really fallen yeah, off so. lately. Uh, the Canucks have kind of gotten better since the beginning of the year. The Sharks mm-hmm. have kind of started stinking again. So it just mm-hmm. depends. And with the Blues, uh, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of when this was. It's so hard when we do an episode the week after because, like, I'm trying to think of stuff happened like last Saturday and Sunday. Um, but last Saturday, the Blues beat the Leafs in uh, Toronto six three. They beat the terrible Philadelphia Flyers four to one, and then on Friday, uh, they beat the Sabers five three. And then they play in about three minutes here against the Blackhawks um, on this Sunday afternoon. So. The Blues often kind of play down to their opponent. Um, it seems like we lost to the Coyotes. Even though we beat the Flyers 4-1, it uh, didn't really feel like a 4-1 to win. Benner was in net, um, which is good to see him get a win again. Uh, but even the Sabres game the other night, I was thinking, man, we're going to kind of you know, cough this one up to Buffalo, which would have been rough, but uh, we, we found a way. I, I do have a question, though, about uh, goaltending. What do you think... You, you just like the idea of kind of uh, piggybacking them a little bit, or do you or do you want it to have one or the other? I think right now you have to piggyback them because Benner. I think Benner's playing again today, and he played well against the Flyers. And I mean, Husso's looked good. He hasn't looked fantastic like the last week or two. And but Bennington's had one good start, so we'll see what he does uh, today. But. Yeah, I think for now, just piggyback them and see who gets hot uh, come playoff time. My last question is with the goaltending as well. So this se- I, at the at the end of the season, I believe Huso is a is a free agent, so he can kind of you either got to pay him or you got to stick with Benner. I believe that's right. You can double check that. Um, so if if that's the case. What do you think you or what direction is do you he go a with? restricted free agent? Do you know? Uh, uh, I want to no, say he's unrestricted. Yes. Sorry, Un- uh, yeah, I was googling it as I was asking because I didn't know if you knew off the top of your head. <laughs> um, no. Apparently, uh, a couple weeks ago when he was red hot, he w- the goalie that the Oilers were interested in was Huso. I was like, oh, I would, I would love exactly. to see their turn on that. So. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I told my dad McDavid yeah. available. Or? See what they're willing to uh, <laughs> offer. Ryan Nugent, Nugent Hopkins, that'd be a decent pick, pick up. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, I don't know. Uh, just ride it out for a little bit longer. We have a month till the trade deadline, and then if they ship him off, so be it. Depending on the return. Yeah, I don't think you have an answer right now. I'm curious to see. Part what me, happens with Tarasenko as well? Because apparently he hasn't changed his stance on wanting mm-hmm. out. But he's our—I really? mean, he's our leading goal scorer. I think that's going to be difficult to get rid of. Yeah, I saw one last thing in HL wise that uh, they sh- there was like a a post that showed four guys for the Blues, and it said who's going to finish the season leading the team in points. And I want to see what your prediction is. So, uh, Buchnevich, 
Kairu, Tarasenko, or Thomas. Rob Thomas, the last one. Who's your prediction for who uh, leads the How many, one? what do they each have? Like, they're all within one or two of each other? Yeah, they're really close. Let me get it here. <clears throat> So, Kairu leads the team with 48 points, Tarasenko 46, Booch has 45, and Rob Tom has 40. Barbie's right there with 39. I was, I, I don't think it'll be Robert, uh, it won't be Thomas because he doesn't score uh, goals, but I think, I want to say Kairu. So, I think he's just, like, just more electric than the other guys. And granted, uh, Booch has played yeah. amazing this year, but he's also missed times. Missed time due to like suspensions, uh-huh. injuries, whatever it may be. So I, I, I think Kairu. Yeah, my dad said Kairu as well. Um, I was going with Booch. Um, but Vladdy's an option there too. Kairu just got his 20th goal the other night. I yep. don't know if you saw that. So but I don't remember if, if that's a career high or if he had. I want to say he had 24 last No, nah, I think that's a career high. I think that's the first time he's hit 20. Is yeah. it career high? There was something last. I don't remember what he had last year. He had he had fourteen last year. I knew there was a four in there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I had NHL wise to talk about. Um, I guess we can move on. Do you have a, a segment common? Yeah, I do, and I have to pull it up. I had I just closed it because I'm dumb. Okay, um, <laughs> I had a game I wanted to do so <clears throat> over under. Uh, basically, I'm going to give you a little stat, and you're going to say whether it's over or under, like what it actually is. So in terms of, like, history, uh, the most, most goals scored in a single in a single hockey game. Sorry. Season? Yeah, by both game. teams, so combined scores. So we had a 17-goal game uh, yesterday, and I'm going to go over under 18 goals in a game. Over. Yeah, I'm going over all Yeah, time. so I don't have... So I meant to do the modern era, and then I forgot to look it up what it was in the modern era. Classic. But in terms of just, like, all time, nice. in terms of all time, it is... Uh, it's well over. It was, like, 26, 27, something, something like that. Jeez. And then in terms of baseball, the most runs scored by both teams in a game, uh, over or under 50. Over. I'm going under. It's under. It was four, 49. It was a Cubs game, like, way back in the Jeez. day, like the 40s, I believe, 1944. It was 26-23. And then <laughs> what? this one, this, this sure one's this not uh, over-under, but this one, just what sport has had the longest lockout? NBA, didn't they miss a whole season? Yeah, they missed it in like, oh man, they missed like half a season in twenty eleven, I believe. But also MLB, they had one where they missed it part of the season. Is it one of those no. sports? <laughs> no, it's the NHL. The NHL had, I believe, they missed a full season in two thousand four. So. Wow. Oh, wow. And then over or under the huh. height of the tallest NBA player, uh, seven foot ten inches. Ever? Yes. Under? 
Under. You sure, Zach? Under. Over. Over. Right over. Under. It's seven. It's seven. Seven foot Dang. seven inches. So. And then. That was minute. I think that was Minute Ball. I, I think there was a few. Oh, I, I didn't like look those. up names. Uh, okay. And then the last one I have is actually Olympics. So the youngest Olympian ever, over under 12 years old. Uh, there, there was a... Uh, there was like a, there, it's there from was the Summer Olympics. Well, there was a 12-year-old skateboarder. year olds that skated this past summer. Or two summers ago, whenever that was. So that's why I thought of this. And I think they both meddled, which is just absurd. Yeah, it's crazy. So. I'm going under. But there was an over. Year old. So the youngest Olympian ever was a uh, gymnast in 1896 from Greece. And he was 10 years old. And he got he won the, he Holy won the bronze cow. medal. So, jeez, that's yeah. wild. Absolutely, ten year old crazy. But, yep, that's that's all the ones I had. Dang, that's crazy. Good stuff. We can use that uh, MLB lockout talk to kind of transition into our next topic here. Uh, are we gonna have a season? Is the question. Are we gonna have a shortened? Are we gonna have a shortened season, or what, what's going on here? Uh, it's looking like it. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look but super I, promising. I I just look, follow it on Twitter. I look at Twitter like all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Let's see if any any updates. I saw something yesterday that they weren't they weren't very close. Even after meeting for like five hours, they weren't very close. Yeah. To coming with so. A I think they're meeting I right now as we speak. So spring break, or spring break, spring training games are pushed back at least a week, right? Um, yeah, to March 7th? Yeah, I, I think. think. Yes. And then... Yeah, I think it's... <clears throat> if, that, if they don't come to a deal by tomorrow, I think, is what they decided, uh, like, regular season games yeah. will be canceled. Which sucks, but... Yeah, also, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter telling people, uh, um, like, I think tomorrow or March is whenever, if you have MLB TV subscription, it renews, and it does it for the whole year, so everyone's like, <laughs> cancel it until they yeah, get a deal. I canceled mine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wrote down a bunch of stuff about what they're, like, arguing about, basically. So they're debating, one of the first topics is they're debating over minimum salary for players, the players want to raise it, um, and the owners, I don't think, want to raise it that much. But MLB's minimum for players is the lowest out of the top, the big four for, uh, major league sports. So NHL, NHL's higher, NBA's higher, NFL's higher. So the players want more money for their younger players. Um, arbitration, the union wants younger players to get paid more. They want 75% of the players to be arbitration eligible, and MLB only wants 22%, which is what it's at right now. So that's, I don't know how, I don't think they're going to get what they want, because that's a really, that's like 50% difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then service time manipulation. Uh, basically, it's teams will keep players, like with 
the Cubs did with Chris Bryant. They kept him. They didn't call him up until like two weeks after the season started because then they'd get him for another year until he hit free agency. Um, tanking. They want to establish a draft lottery for the worst three to four teams. I think that's actually like may have gotten approved by him or there, there talks about that. They were talking about that in the last few days. I like that one. Yeah, I do too. And then revenue sharing and competitive balance tax. And what I put under there is I was reading it and I just am not smart enough to really get the gist. I think it's if you spend too much over some like limit, then you get some punishment or mm-hmm. like money thing. That's those are all the things I saw. Yeah, I I don't at this point just find a way to get something done. <laughs> it it like, makes me mad though because they had they met in like way back whenever MLB free when it first locked out and then they didn't meet for like over a month and now mm-hmm. all of a sudden they meet for seven straight days. I'm like you had literally at least a month where you could just be negotiating. Now, I I saw Manfred like just showed up recently. Like he yeah he, he he's been there for the last couple of days yeah. Yeah, I, I hope he resigns. He might at this point. Giving us false hope in his press conference. Yeah. Like a couple Seriously. weeks ago, he was like, spring training's on track. I'm like, uh-huh. okay. Yeah, no. If anyone wants to go TP his house with me, I am down. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> uh, the other thing MLB that we had here was the Colin Moran thing. What's that all about? He was supposedly linked to us. Or we've shown interest in him. Because Colin said he was, like, looking up about it. And he's like, I have no idea why I'm looking up about Colin Moran. I don't know how he's going to fit in my team. And he's like, oh, wait, the DH. I was That took me, like, a good yeah. 15 minutes. I'm like, why, like, why would he, like, where would he play? Like, what, what are we? And then I was like, ah, there's a, there's a DH now. So, yeah, that took me way too long to figure out. But, yeah, I just saw, like, a little, little rumor mill uh, that we were linked to, Colin Moran. I don't, I don't. I also I don't don't, don't think I would. I think he's extremely underrated, but I think yeah. I'd rock with what we got already. I think we're, we're getting sure we're, we're just built. a guy who hits like fifty bombs. So, yeah, yeah no, I don't like that either. I, I hate Schwarber. <laughs> I hate Schwarber, but like he produces has a lot of power. <laughs> he would provide some protection. Um, the only thing is, I I would I would see why they would do Moran over like Gorman or Yapez. Is that we know, or Sorber? Is that we know what they're going to yeah. do, um, mm-hmm. rather than a Gorman that we don't know yet? Um, but I think Nelson Gorman's, Cruz, the ageless wonder, dude, he's going to be fifty years old hitting like that. I remember. So whenever the All Star Game was in St. Louis in two thousand nine, we went to the home run derby, and he had like you know in left field how there's the Big Mac lane and then there's a deck above it, and the home run derby he hit it to the deck up there. I remember that. I remember that. It was insane. Yeah, light tower power for sure. So good. Um, if we're, um, so uh, I know we're talking about MLB, but NCAA baseball has been starting up, and I went to a, a game this past weekend at Clemson. We played Hartford, destroyed them. They're not good, but it's really fun because the student section at Clemson, they're in, it's in the outfield, like right behind the left fielder, so people just literally look up whoever's in left field and just yell at them constantly 
and next weekend we play South Carolina, our big rival, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be pure comedy listening to them heckle the um, left fielder. But the Clemson game, this guy on our team, I'm trying to think of his name. I think it's Hawkins, maybe. He hit a home run, so just set the scene a little bit. We were destroying Hartford, but in left field we kind of have like some stands out in the outfield. It's not like MLB stands anything. It's just like two little sections out there. But he hit a home run that went literally over the sections and like into the parking lot. Like he crushed it. And so that was pretty awesome. But to go off NCAA guys like hitting home runs, have you guys seen NC State's guy who's hit nine home runs in eight games? I didn't see that. I saw him like like a little like snippet of him like uh, Sports Center was going to talk about him. Yeah, I'm trying to think of his nickname. It. It's like something a, the tank. Like a, like a burly guy, isn't he? Pretty thick. Yeah, he's. Uh, if you guys keep talking about something, I'll, I'll just yell it whenever I. Well, speaking of. Is, is Notre Dame. Go ahead. No, I was, was going to say, speaking of burly guys, did you see that kid from Colorado uh, basketball last night? Colorado um, beat. <clears throat> who, who did it beat? Yeah, Arizona. Arizona. There was a kid on. Colorado, that was just an absolute unit. Um, yeah, but yeah. anyways, Notre Dame, Notre Dame baseball, they're like five and one. I haven't watched any games. They're, they don't play here yet until uh, it gets warmer. But Notre Dame hockey last night went to the game, and they completed the four-game season sweep of Michigan, who's been ranked one and one two wow. all year. So season sweep, uh, and that that kept Michigan from getting the Big Ten regular season title and man was that game was that game exciting so we won 2-1 we got up I mean it was very physical uh game Notre Dame came out like hammering them and last year Michigan had three of the top four draft picks in the NHL draft so they were all playing it's pretty cool to watch uh they're like they're very good but Notre Dame's a really solid team too and we were just flying around hitting guys like bodies everywhere and so we go up 1-0, had a nice two-on-one break in the second period, uh, which was cool because we were behind the net. We ended up getting there a little late, so we were we were up above the net, like behind. So we saw it from behind, and you just saw the play develop, like the two-on-one, and it was just perfect pass, perfect finish, so it was a perfect view, like awesome. And then Michigan ended up scoring, oh, like, I don't know, six minutes into the third to tie it. And then we ended up scoring to go up 2-1 with about three minutes left in the game and it was a little bit uh controversial so the guy that actually scored the goal we had it um back by the blue line and we just got into the zone and our guy comes in front of the net and just decks one of like their defender and their defender like falls into another one of their players so two of their guys are down and so the guy at the blue line shoots it uh, goalie saves it, but the rebound comes right to the Notre Dame guy in front that just lays out these two players, and he just taps it in. And so, I mean, we're all going crazy, but you mm. see the replay, and as soon as the kid comes in and, like, pushes the guy in front of the net, you see Michigan's coach go like this, like, throw his hand up, like, a like call a penalty. Didn't call a penalty. We scored, and, yeah, we ended up holding on to win. But... Michigan was very, very frustrated. Like there was a fight at the end of the game. Like with one second left, uh, you see the replay and the number one overall pick like cross checked one of our guys in the back and then just goes like this and slashes him in the back of the knees. And then one of our guys actually jumped him and like 
got in a, like, little, I mean, they don't really fight in college hockey, but kind of got in a fight and mm-hmm. got thrown out of the game. So, I mean, it was, it was really, really fun to watch. Great game. That, yeah, that number one pick, mm-hmm. Owen Power. I forgot he played for Michigan. Him, Bernier's, and uh, That's a Luke weird Hughes. thing. That's a weird thing that – is Luke Hughes related Younger to Jack? Younger brother, and, I believe. And then? Okay. Um, it's a weird thing that NHL does that. Like, they do the – you can get drafted, but then you kind of, you know, can stay in college or kind of just go at your own yeah. pace pretty much. Um, did you find the NC State guy? Yeah, his name's Tommy White. Okay. He goes by Tommy Tanks. Tommy Tanks. What you know? What year he is? I think he's a oh sophomore. Okay. <sighs> Dang. And all of his home runs, I think, are like with people. A lot of them are with, like people on base. Like I saw one of them was like a grand slam. So he probably has a ton of RBIs too. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, I think it was my mom said the other day. It feels like forever since Cardinal baseball has been around, and it really does. Um, but you guys want to finish up with some college basketball here? Yeah, pretty sure. Wild day yesterday. Yes, yesterday was pretty actually the first nuts. time I like watched college basketball in probably since last March Madness or whatever. And I mean, what well, we saw the top six top six teams lose. Um, but yeah, I watched I watched two mm-hmm. games. I guess uh, the Gonzaga game and I watched Baylor Kansas. So. So what's really like bothering me is that I usually would cheer for the underdog type thing here. I'm wanting some kind of security going into this bracket making stuff. Cause oh, like, I, I want pure chaos. I love the chaos. I have no idea what's going on now. I'm completely <laughs> lost. Uh, yeah, so first of all, last Saturday, um, Auburn lost to Florida. And Florida was like a bubble team um, trying to make it. And, and Auburn was number two in the country. Then... Um, and I wrote it down here. We'll get to the Jawan Howard, Michigan crazy craziness. Um, but yesterday, yeah, so Gonzaga loses to St. Mary. That was the final game of the night. Arizona loses to Colorado in Colorado. Uh, Auburn loses to number 17, Tennessee. Purdue, number four, loses to Michigan State. Number five, Kansas lost to number 10, Baylor. And number six, Kentucky lost to number 18, Arkansas. And Kentucky was the team I was, like, most sure about. And Arkansas is a very good team, so that doesn't worry me. They've won much. like their last like twelve or something. Arkansas, Arkansas? something well, crazy when they like beat that. Auburn, weren't they on a five-game losing streak a couple weeks ago? And I don't think they've lost. I think since. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. So, yeah, it's. I've even put here March is going to be crazy and very unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, it's going to be I'm awesome. Excited. I'm excited to do all the bracket stuff with you guys. Um, that'll be that'll be pretty fun. Uh, but anything to say about uh, any of the games, or you just want to move right into Jawan Howard's <clears throat> crazy stuff? Yes, yeah, I love college basketball. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so much better to watch than the NBA. It's, I agree. The atmosphere, mm-hmm. just the unpredictability of what yeah. could happen. The defense, you get to see more defenses yep. than just man. Yep. But yeah, if you want to hop into that, AJ. I actually don't really like. I saw it. I don't. I didn't read anything about it. I don't know the backstory, but yeah, go ahead. Well, first of all, to to be to be honest, I do like watching college basketball more than uh, NBA. Just to let you guys know, uh, I just don't. We, hate we're recording the NBA. this, right? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. I just don't hate the NBA as much as you guys hate the NBA. Uh, I love the NBA. The only time um, I like the NBA I can watch it is when the playoffs, when they actually start playing defense. Yeah. So, uh, the Michigan-Wisconsin game. I watched the whole game. Uh, I got down to the end. So, Jawan Howard's Michigan. I'm trying to think again. This was like a, a – it feels like three weeks ago. Um, so, Michigan was down like 12 to 15, I believe. And they continued to he, – he at the – in the postgame interview didn't say it was a press. Um, but it really looked like it. It was just like a lot of pressure on the ball. When you're down 15 with like 10 seconds left, it doesn't – like why are you doing it? Didn't Wisconsin, Wisconsin have like all their walk-ons on too? Yes, they did. So Wisconsin was like kind of trapped, so they called a timeout. Um, and I didn't think anything of it. I, just, I was like, just get this game over with. They take it out. Uh, they go to shake hands, and the Wisconsin coach shakes Jawan Howard's hand, the Michigan coach, and like kind of grabs his arm. Um, and it looked like he was trying to tell him something. And Jawan just kind of snaps and pushes them away, and then everybody kind of gets into it, and then it kind of just escalates out, kind of out of, out of control. Um, post-game interview, uh, Wisconsin coach said he was explaining why he called the timeout and stuff. Jawan Howard said he didn't like it. But the thing with I don't take Jawan Howard's side at all with this because, first of all, don't put the pressure on. Also, this is like his third time getting into a fight as a, as a coach. <laughs> like, I don't know. What, what yeah. do you guys think? And he also hit – he hit, like, the assistant coach. Like, the head coach, like, yes. after you watch the video, the head coach just, like, gets pushed around and, like, completely just leaves the frame. And then he just, like – the funny thing is, is the way he hit the guy, he hit him really weird. It wasn't like a punch. It yeah. wasn't like a slap. He like slapped and then like put a claw and like it was really yeah it was interesting. But I think when he when the Wisconsin coach grabbed his arm, I think I read the lips where it was like "Don't f and touch me," and then it then it escalated from there. And so I don't I don't really know if like well, obviously I had no idea what the Wisconsin coach said to him, but wires crossed big time. Mm-hmm. I've seen since that happened. Like, Arkansas and Kentucky yesterday, the finish of that game, they didn't go shake each other's hands. Also, like, the whole crowd was, like, storming on the court type of thing. But they didn't go shake hands. And uh, Gonzaga-St. Mary also, they didn't go shake hands either. Wow. I don't know if that has anything to do with that. Yeah, they, they stormed the court uh, big time. Some people were saying, like, sh- yeah, they did. That's probably I, why. I saw, like, Jay Billis, uh, college basketball analyst. He was talking about how should we, like, take this – out of college basketball if we can't like just grown men shake each other's hands and he said he doesn't really understand like the the point of having it because it kind of feels forced you know it's, it looks good you shake each other's hands say good game whatever kind of respect type thing but he said it, could, it just seems so forced that he doesn't even know if it should be part of the game anymore what do you think? Uh, that's <laughs> a tough one I, d- I don't know it's just always been like uh-huh. something you do and as as a competitor, win yeah. or lose, like even if you're like mad about the game, something didn't go your way, you're you're just not going to say anything. You're just going to go through the line. But mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem is when people get real heated or like like pissed off about something, and then they say something like like to the losing team that's just like pretty shitty, just like uh, thanks for practice, bud, or something something like that along those lines. <laughs> then things are going to get 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 heated. So I don't I don't know. I I think it's kind of I think it's an important part of the game and 
I mean, it gives us a little storylines like this that are kind of fun anyways. And I, I get, like... Yeah. And I think it's good for younger players to... Like, these are all role, role models for younger kids. Mm-hmm. And you want, like... You want them to show, be able to, like, show respect and not just be acting like a doofus or something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it staying. Yeah, I think it needs to stay. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, you guys see uh, Coach K? He Not Coach K, whoa. Coach Calipari. Um, he ate at this restaurant in Arkansas, and they started doing their literally the most oh. annoying so annoying no no disrespect if anyone's listening went to arkansas i know my cousin went to arkansas but it is a very annoying cheer (laughs) and then they just keep doing it for like i went to when mizzou played arkansas when my cousin went there like when i was little oh my god you just want to shoot yourself in the head they do it like a million times a game Mm -hmm. it reminds me of like the tomahawk chant for like every oh. single school that like has some kind of like Indian heritage or whatever you do, whatever it is, like you know you like, know the you know what you do instead of that if you're like the other team. What's that? Choke, choke, uh, yeah. choke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I that's like my least favorite thing. The Braves did it like the Florida, Florida State, like any school. That, oh, oh, Chiefs. <laughs> Florida, like, yeah. Um. <laughs> Florida State, they played at Clemson this year, and I went. My mom and dad were at the game, and at the like quarter last three two quarters, whoa, we went over and sat with them, and they got their tickets were like right next to the field, but it was right next to the band. Oh my god, they played that literally so many times. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go over there and like punch the drum major. Oh, yeah, it's probably my least favorite chant. And all sorts. I know we played the Braves a couple of years ago in the playoffs, and that's was like, oh my gosh, just cut it out. Like we were up then that one game, game five, we were up like ten nothing after the first inning, and they were still like doing it like bottom of the first. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> calm down. You're um, losing. <laughs> but that's all I had today for this episode. I think is this I'm trying to think. It's a little bit of a shorter one here. Hour ten. Yeah. Oh really. Um, it felt yeah. long. <laughs> I felt like we talked a lot about it. It's a lot. We like we covered yeah. a lot. I think. I think. Um, I think people will like this episode. A oh, bit I got. Up. I got one more sports thing, real quick. Yeah. The new football league, U U S U S F L. Haven't even heard. Have of you guys it. seen that? Uh. Uh-uh. They had a draft this week for players. Like Jordan Tayamu from Battlehawks got drafted to I don't know what team, but. Really, the only thing I want to say is, you guys remember yeah. Paxton Lynch? Quarterback? He got he was drafted the first round of the NFL draft. In this round, they did it by quarterbacks. They drafted, like, first round was quarterbacks. He was the last quarterback taken. Weren't we this. just talking about him? Oh, I don't know if it was on air or off air, but we're, weren't we talking about him a couple weeks ago? Were we? I think so, because he went to NIUE, Maybe. right? Oh, he went to mind. Memphis. We're about someone else then. Wait. Mm. Mm. He got drafted by the Broncos. Not good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was like watching Conlon's Bron- Try to work there. Working yeah. there. Trying to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> we had, me and Conlon had big, we are, uh, have a bad case of senioritis. Oh yeah, big time. 
I have to read The Great Gatsby by Tuesday. So I was so su- I, I was supposed in high school. I was supposed I read to read it too. by Thursday, but that just did not happen. Isn't that book like no, it's huge? like ninety pages. Unless I got like the colored oh. picture version, which I might have. I think I'm thinking of a different book. I'm just a really big reader, so I've read yeah, so many I books. Yeah, I normally read fun. Nah, fun books. I haven't read a book since, like, middle yeah, school. I don't, I don't read mm-hmm. for fun anymore. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't see that being something I do when I grow older, either. <laughs> I don't think it's ever just going to yeah. click. Maybe, maybe, like, on a um, beach or something, just chilling. But I'll, prob- yeah. I'll probably read over yeah, spring break, out. but... Not normally. Yeah. You guys have any plans the rest of the day? I'm going to watch the Blues game here. Yep, I got to go now. I got tutor later, but other than that, I don't think so. Nice. Who do you yeah. tutor, freshman? Nice. <laughs> got big, big interhall uh, basketball I'm... playoffs tomorrow night, so got to – My ankle's still ankle? sore. Like – like yeah, it's not great, but I'm I'm gonna throw on my ankle brace and play. Yeah, don't be like LeBron and wimp out. Yeah, go course. out there and play. <laughs> See, we always gotta go there. Just let him be. Let him let him do his thing. And uh, but I guess it's what he told me to keep that now. same energy, and I'm I'm keeping it. He also deleted that tweet. Just saying. Which, which one? The one where he's like, "We're filled." Oh. Yeah. The, he knows it? it's true. The one he put at the beginning of the year you're talking about? Yeah, where it was like <laughs> all the people saying like, oh, that's a bunch of old guys, all this. Yeah. He's like, keep that. He deleted it. Yeah. And I have been keeping that's it. That's funny. Yeah, he deleted it. He can't handle the heat. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. It's too sensitive. We'll see. Oh. Yeah. See that right there, what you just said, is the one thing that – Literally upsets me more than <laughs> yeah. triggered. Like, I, I struck a nerve somebody, there, didn't I? Somebody, t- yes, it did. Because somebody told me the other day that he's the most sensitive player in the in the world or whatever. And I'm thinking this dude had more pressure than any like every NBA player combined coming out of high school. Like he was he was labeled the chosen one at age 15. Michael Jordan was not had no, had no expectations. It was drafted. I think he was drafted third in the draft. So like he had yeah. no expectations of being great. Uh, LeBron is expected to be like the savior type individual. Uh, so, but oh, funny thing about you're saying Michael Jordan. Oh, no expectations. I just watched a video of before MJ got drafted. He played. I think he played on the the Olympic team because that was before they let NBA players. And Bobby Knight, before he got drafted, he said, "This is the most athletic person I've ever seen. This is the most competitive person I've ever seen. This is the most hardworking person I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. That's before Braun came along. That was the '80s. '80s. This era of basketball is better than. And I'm not saying like like Jordan, Michael Jordan would average like 40 a game in this era. Jordan shot 28 percent from three. Like dude. Yeah, could when not they not a lot numbers. of people shot threes. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like you put Braun in that era, nobody's holding him from getting to the basket. Like we can we have this idea of like bad boy Pistons. Like that's the only team that did that. Like we see these these highlights film of Jordan like just floating in the air and and doing all this crazy stuff like nobody would hold two hundred sixty pounds six foot nine nobody would and he what can about shoot. what you know they did play like with two big guys back then like in the paint like they would I'm telling you right now 
they would get a switch and Brown would beat him off the dribble. I'm telling you, if we have this, if you're taking Michael Jordan into today's game, not changing a thing about his play style, he's not well, averaging yeah, but... 50. If you're saying, if you're he's saying, gonna average 45. <laughs> if you're saying he's going to start learning how to shoot threes, then we're going to say LeBron's going to be able to learn how to just power through everybody and play in that era. Like nobody was strong enough back then to hold LeBron at all. And if we're just talking like one on one, like LeBron is cooking MJ all day long. Like he's yeah, because MJ's like sixty. I'm saying <laughs> very MJ's, true. MJ's prime, six five against six nine two sixty. It's not. It's not a competition. MJ I will got quick to, hands. I will listen to anybody that has anything to say about Jordan as the goat or even Kareem as the goat, and I'm not. That's just an opinion. I have no problem if that's your opinion. When people start hating on LeBron for dumb reasons, that's when I'm like, all right, well, I got to say something now. If you think MJ's your GOAT, let it be. That's fine. If you think Kareem's your GOAT, that's fine. I will say, if Kobe is your GOAT, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like, I don't I don't want to have a conversation. Mine's about Dirk. Okay. Uh, oh, change the game. <laughs> uh, but I think that's all we have today for this episode. Uh I gotta go calm down. <laughs> so we'll uh <laughs> we'll see you guys. Thanks next guys. Time. See ya. See ya.